Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. Hello? Hi there. Good morning. How are you? Pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing good today. Really good. My house is back in order. Oh. Well, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's feeling it's feeling really good around here. So, um, anyway. Well, good. There's, good. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's a paradox. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, all is well. How about you? Yeah, basically things are fine. Um, you know, the uh, work is basically calm, and um, it, it was interesting in that um, I had uh, a, a series of clients uh, stop working with me, and I had this little wow, and um, and basically all of them, you know, appropriately and yakety yak, and um, so I, you know, was okay, and then you know nothing seemed to happen. And then and there was like the first time in a long time where because I was actually turning away clients last fall. And uh, so I meditated, and they said, actually, just enjoy the break. And um, But then I, I did what I've done my whole life, is I just sort of hold the intention, well, I, I need some more. So, and, and then within, you know, a week, I got like eight more referrals, and I'm now, you know, like, oh, please don't send another client to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's like uh, shifting of the guards. Yeah, I'm going yeah. through a little bit of that here, too. I've had some downtime in the last two weeks and for, oh, God, a good year and a half, it's been, you know, just uh, running, running, running. And I'm like, okay, what are you getting me ready for? And, um, you know, what, what what's my next thing? And so I've been working a lot uh, in the last week on the Gather Insight website and just really revising some things on it, getting it ready to be able to reach a larger audience and like looking at those things, are they, are they in order or not? So um, it's been kind of nice not to have Good. so many deadlines around me. Right. And not so much uh, emotional pull in different directions, which would. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I'm tired of that. Um, now on, on one note, I wanted to ask you how you felt about something. Um, my, my uh, brother and his wife were up again on Monday, and uh, we had a, a really long talk. They're they're at a crossroads with Michelle. I, uh, she's the little girl that's in the in the hospital here in Tulsa, and the scoop is that they want to release her on June. I think it was like June 16th was the release date. And the last time that she was with her little sister Marie, she tried to drown her in the hotel pool. And they're trying to tell them that she's cured and it's safe for her to go home. Yeah, that's a dicey one. Yeah, it's a real dicey uh, have, one. Have, have they had visits? Yeah, they come up 
at least once a week, sometimes twice a week, and they usually stay with us on Monday night. And then if they bring the other girls up to do family therapy, then they stay at a hotel because it's, it's too many too many kids in the house, and they they need to keep the family together, the, the three sisters, to see how they respond to one another. And yeah, you know, I'm I'm looking at all this, and I was making this amazing correlation because Nancy. You know, she was so distraught, so distraught, you know, coming in, knowing that she was going to have to do battle. You know, what do I do? You know, do I have to go to the point where I say, I won't take this child back with me and just release her into the system? And, um, you know, she's wondering if, if that's her choice or, or how to respond to it. So she wrote out this long list of things. And... um it was fascinating because the first time that she drowned an animal, and I did not realize this, she was two. And and whose animal did she drown? It was her sister's little puppy that she just gotten. She's two. Um, and then you know the other times it's like something happens, and her her thing that she wants to do when she's hurting someone is to drown them. And in the therapy sessions in the last um, oh two months or so, Michelle talked about when her what her dad would do to her to get her to where she wouldn't scream from pain, and that was to stick things inside of her. And if she winced, you know, she was three. She was three then. Okay, if she winced, then he would harm her more. And so it's like. She's got this thing where she's been completely desensitized, right? And it's manifesting in this water way. And I was like, wow, man, if they could just unlock that, there's something that happened to that child in the water. There's something that happened to her in the water. And I feel it now, with every fiber of my being. Now, now the abuse that you just identified, that was the um, dad of Michelle? Yes. Okay. Well, um, yeah, you know, it could be even be a past life thing, too. You know, I, I think um, you, you have me just sort of... Um, overwhelmed with uh, I don't know the answer to this one I could understand the terror that they would have um, I, I also understand how the system works and that uh, insurance runs out of um, money mm-hmm. and this doesn't want to pay for things forever and you got pressure to discharge um, and you you know do the best you can and there's no absolute um assurances that you can give people um I, you know i i this is one one of those where you almost you know don't sleep well at night you know when she comes home and you just watch for these signs you know in terms of how she handles stress and where where she goes with that and if she can talk about things um, yeah well it'd you know, be like flypaper on that one because uh you know, if there's any stress, you want you want to you know see if that's the the uh, trigger. You know, the the difficulty of dealing with the abuse and and the different things I've mentioned to you know, I've worked more often with late teens and above, and with us <laughs> younger kids, um, 
the every place there 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 therapist or child therapist that I've worked with, you know, speaks to just how devastating it is for them to work with these kids because you know, you have to do these really indirect, you know, sanctuary, indirect ways to do the counseling and you never really know um how much of it is cleared and um so um uh, it's really hard to say, you know, um what to do about that other than I do know that at some point the states refuse to pay for things and no matter what the situation, you know, most states have a view that kids should be with their parents. Um, and um, the difficulty with your, uh, this is your brother? My is, brother um, and his wife, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, what, and, and I think you know about this very, very well, you know, that, that in, in Wisconsin it's called a CHIPS petition, Child in Need of Protection. Mm-hmm. And, and and you basically... Um, go to the state, basically, and say, you know, and use all the hospital records and all the psychiatric reports and say, my kid is um, acts in dangerous situations and I want to have the state, you know, be um, working with me with this, you know. So then you have a protective services worker uh, to assist, which basically streamlines if there's problems, you know, and you don't have insurance, um, you know, that can go directly into the um, residential hospital system where the state pays for it rather than their own insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a really difficult thing because you have to coach parents to kind of tell the, the judge, um, I don't have control over my kid and I need help, you know. Um, so, so, so that you know, with all those hospital records that they can get, you know, that will be clear evidence that there's a significant uh, problem, and that can be like a backdrop. But that's way down the road. I mean, what to do in two weeks or so, uh, or three weeks to um, assess it? You know, probably what we would do is have a home visit at some point. You know, where 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 you have a uh, very um, open-eyed home visit to see what actually happens, whether or not some of those, you know, home events start to trigger regression or she's handling it okay, you know. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Um when when Nancy and Kurt put her in, like the last oh, I guess six months that Michelle lived with them, Nancy would sleep with Michelle every night in her room, like to guard the door. And Kurt yeah. would sleep with Marie every night to keep her you know, safe, and yeah, then actually, uh, Lexi locked her door. Well, obviously, um, you know that is a crisis DEFCON five reaction. You know, um, you know that's not a, a normal family situation at all, of course, and uh, nor is that situation. You know, it's a real scary thing, and um, you know, I, I frequently. Um, well, if it wasn't in the case, I, I at some point, if I look like this kid has a major psychosis or some major personality disorder of some kind, and the treatment wasn't really responding, and they, and and, and at some point, I, I would coach them, and and I'm sure they're in that situation that the things I have to teach you, you are not going to learn in your typical books and in your, and from your friends. You, this is what people do at psychiatric hospitals residential treatment centers, and I have to teach you these methods because if you're going to have this kid, you you have to go to places that the average parent doesn't have to go to, you know. And um, and then at some point, if it doesn't work out, um, 
you know, you will actually have to say to the court, I can't take care of my kid. I want you to place him, you know, which means you have to do this CHIS petition. And and it's sad because for some you know, parents, that's a really difficult thing, you know, to have to go through that type of thing. And I'm sure they have to do that right now because, you know, sleeping with your own kid, locking doors, that's not your typical thing at all. And frankly, at the beginning, I could see why they would kind of do, do the same thing and see if they can get into a typical life. I, I know that um, I never... Uh, met my nephew out in California that did the same thing, uh, mm-hmm. but 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 he or some his history is really similar to Michelle's, and um, and he tried to kill um, his sister, mm-hmm. and uh, at some point you know I, I I would just hear little snippets you know where they're in the, he was in the hospital for a long time and then at some point they brought him home and sure enough he went right back to it at some point and then. They basically the state took over and he never went home ever again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was slam dunk. We're not just doing this, and I'm not sure what happened, but but the sisters survived it. But um, you know, and and I know that the uh, father in that situation was schizophrenic, and uh, my my uh, wife's sister um, was always the odd duck and the one was most dysfunctional in their family. It was a lot younger than my wife. Um, mm-hmm. So her ability to learn the, 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 these things, you know, uh, obviously she was the most stable of everyone, but apparently I'm guessing that's what she had to do was to petition the state and say, this kid's beyond my ability. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, frequently what I watched with some of these cases, you know, uh, we would get the case, or or I was the the outpatient therapist trying to get them to get into the system, and these kids were just a pistol to, and uh, you know hard to work with in the hospital system, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so so you know because in essence some of them are so blocked off that they um, just can't go into those places. You know, a true conduct disordered individual, they don't know. It's it's almost the hardest thing in the world to have them take a look at why they do some of that shit. Um, yeah, and 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 if it's a psychotic process, you know they're they're not there. When I've talked to schizophrenic uh, mothers, you know that 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 were in protective services, you know, like they're they they basically one day you know wake up and they see red eyes glowing from their kid and they see that it's Satan and they want to kill their own kid, you know. From from mm-hmm. their point of, they're protecting the family by killing their kid, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that. That isn't conducive to psychotherapy, you know. That that's just a drug to get them to not have that psychotic 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 episode. And then I had the kid with with the grandparent, and then we're just trying to see how often she could be stable, you know. Um, so 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 she could even be trusted to be with her own kid again, you know. Mhm. Yeah. Wow. Well, the reason I was sharing this with you today, because I, I did get a text from them. I haven't talked to them. I'll see them this weekend because we're going down for Memorial Day. Um, and I'll have more of a chance to talk with Nancy about what occurred at the at the doctor's office. But uh, she said there was some movement. So I guess they've, they've changed the um, discharge date yet again. So, you know, maybe there's something there. But when I was talking to her Monday night, I just thought, you know, I didn't know if you if you would want to or not, if, or if it would be like some liability or something. But I'd love it if you talked with Nancy at some point, um, just to give her some insight on on what to do. I know 
I mean, you're you're the person in my world that I know <laughs> that I could, you know, go to and, and trust to, to deal with a situation like this, you know. So I didn't know how you would feel about that. Yeah, I, I, I want to, to 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 speak with her. The, the the one difficulty in this situation is that um, I've never met you know any of the people, and and so you know the, the, there's a really delicate piece about can you trust a seven year old child uh, to you know um, that they've actually healed their their issue. The the level of dysfunction that you're describing is profound and. Um, I have um, only worked with a few adults with that, and um, uh, a lot of the times, you know, it wasn't successful. You know that 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 they we had to keep people apart for a long time, um, and 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 it, and then the secondary education is: are is she being discharged because she has demonstrated amazing skills to heal this, or because they've run out of money? Because that's a well, whole different. Different yeah. uh, reason, yeah. Yeah. Um, the, what they were telling Nancy and Kurt was that she's not exhibiting any of these behaviors in the facility that uh, were the reason that they accepted her at the facility, so therefore she must leave. And of course yeah, she's right. not. She's not displaying any of that because her... her um, her break thing that she has is directed toward Marie. And well, well, some people are so dysfunctional that that dysfunction just goes wherever they go, and and it isn't just related to one individual. They actually then, I I I've seen you know kids be super cruel to other kids at the residential treatment center. So it does happen. You know, the the more dysfunctional ones just keep on abusing other people at the next place. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and but 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 that gets into the difficult thing about you know is insurance paying for this or is the state? Uh, insurance and the state are paying for it, and currently oh. so you're doing some copays as well. So they oh. got they've got an insurance company, um, and then she's on uh, Sooner Care here in Oklahoma as well that supplements that program, and then. Um, you know they've they've done some copays themselves. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, you know, like the um, because the things the, the the words that you just said seems to me like um, code for um, basically that they haven't demonstrated the behavior here, and we can't keep this child forever. And so we'll take an educated, educated gamble that um, the kid can go home. That doesn't necessarily necessarily mean that you can believe that it isn't going to trigger her again. Mm-hmm. And and you have to watch very carefully. But I know that just the way the world works, you know, the people that pay these huge amounts of money. I mean, back you know, 30 years ago at the psychiatric hospital, it was. Thirty grand a month, thirty mm-hmm. years ago, you know, mm-hmm. and so now I don't know if it's fifty grand a month, you know, to pay for her to be there, you know, they, these places don't want to pay it, and and so when she's not showing the behavior, you know, good people that that mean well will actually say, well, then we got to try to have her go back home, but that doesn't mean when you're the parent that that you can be assured that it won't happen again. 
Yeah. Well, one of the things they were trying to petition the facility for on Monday was the original therapist that she's working, she was working with, because she's worked with two of them. Um, This one has only been with the facility for about five months, and they don't have very much confidence in her in the in the way that she she deals with Michelle because she when they're doing their therapy session she's directing all of her attention toward Kurt and Nancy and Michelle actually does something Nancy said she does something really weird to this therapist it's like the therapist's own issues are being pulled up and Michelle's like her big sister she said it's really weird in the therapy sessions because Michelle completely controls this therapist and um, the other therapist that they had, she had a, a, a child with Rad. She raised raised a child with Rad, and you know that's the that's the diagnosis that they that they have given to her is that she has Rad. And so she was able to deal with Michelle in a very um, in a very objective manner because she understood from firsthand experience what it's like to deal with a child that has this. And so one of the things they were petitioning for was that, um, you know, she's only going to be in there for two more weeks. They wanted Patty to come back on her case for those last two weeks to get maximum benefit from it. So, you know, maybe that's what happened. I, I'm, I'm not sure yet. But my, you know, I don't think that you can offer a solution for Michelle, but I was, what I was really hoping for is that you may be able to give some insight to Nancy on how she can deal with this because it's it's hurting her. She was sharing with me on uh, Monday night that she went back to the doctor and had some tests and that um, her cholesterol was through the roof, her blood pressure's through the roof, and her heart is only functioning at 40% right now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that, and then, that's... Yeah, and right right before, and Nancy's Nancy was alcoholic too, and um, just before she got custody of the kids, she had a heart attack, and uh, you know she was out for several days, and she shared with that that experience with me a few weeks ago about uh, her vision when she passed was that she was over a volcano and the volcano was erupting. There was like an angel or some other being with her saying, is this what you want? And she snapped out of it. And what she feels like is that her reason that, that God didn't take her was so that she could work with these kids. And so, but look what it's doing to her heart and her physical system. So I, I don't think, you know, and maybe I'm wrong. I, I, you know, I'm certainly uh, not qualified to do this, but I don't have very much hope for Michelle. You know, I think that whatever happened to her, it is way too deep, and uh, the girl is going to have a really difficult life. Well, that's that's that I'm sure is true, and um, yeah, Rad, as you know, is uh, um, uh, geez, um Re, re. Oh, I just had it in my brain. Um, Reactive uh, attachment disorder. Yeah, yeah. I was trying, trying to just, uh, stammer through that word. Um, and so the I, I, I remember years ago that I was thinking about 
uh, taking over a unit with people like this. And I was reading all the different methods and, you know, where where, where you hold them and you do different things where you're basically reparenting them right from the get-go, actually. And so, um, you know, the it really does require to have a uh, therapist that everyone trusts. And, and so it does concern me that... Um, they feel that the other therapist, you know, and and then I, I'm 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 wondering then if that with if one therapist was working and then why they switch to somebody else and then why would you switch back? I mean, I, I mean, I mean, if typically with that you don't switch therapists. I mean, it's actually prescriptive that once you have something working, you don't pull them away because that's actually uh, reactivates the same issue, you know. Mhm. Mhm. Um, so. So then if you just bring her back for two weeks and then you discharge her, she, she loses her too then again. You know, I, you know it, I, I think the challenge, you know, is to have somebody that she really does trust that can actually help her re-go through those developmental stages that she uh, lost, basically. It's really intensive work and it's labor-filled um, and... And again, with the amount of rage in there, you know, I, I know I worked with boys that uh, killed uh, farm animals, you know, and, and we had them placed and we would work with them, um, you know, and usually those kids, uh, yeah, the ones I, I worked with weren't trying to kill people. They It, 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 it was a trauma and that the... We were always trying to go for the trauma underneath there, you know, and and usually what I found we were good enough with those kids um, mm-hmm. that 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 the rage and the pain went to a chicken, but but not necessarily trying to kill another human being. So that extra stage, the one example I have is my nephew. What I just heard those little stories, and um, the 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 difficulty is is the. Um, Finding a uh, therapist wherever it is that can really walk her through those developmental stages, and frankly, no matter what, that therapist would need to teach the parents how to do the exact same thing. Be, be, mm-hmm. Because whatever a therapist can do for one hour, frankly, the parent can do twenty or twenty-four hours a day for seven days straight in a row. They need to be educated by that, and not all parents can do all that. You know, um, mm-hmm. some can, and um, and I've seen some really great parents that really work with me trying to teach some of those things. They're not necessarily that exact thing, but, you know, but then other parents can't. And, and that's why, you know, that safety net of the CHIPS petition or whatever it would be called in uh, Oklahoma. So I, I'd be willing to talk with her, but I'd be talking to her just the way I am right now, just, you know, like general ideas, you know, because um, mm-hmm. uh, it is just a art and you have to see the people, and sometimes you can make that work, and sometimes you can't. And uh, and with the symptoms that I'm hearing, they're pretty significant. And um, uh, I would be very uh, concerned if I were them as well, too. And I would probably have those safety fee, fee features, and you only relax them until you receive consistent evidence, and particularly if she's beginning to bond and processing her hurt and her pain in a different way than she did before. Um, yeah, because because before what it was is that she would she would abuse Marie in private when she was at home. But now the only opportunity that she's had to abuse Marie has been 
in front of Kurt and Nancy, and so she she's not hesitating to hurt Marie even in front of them. Even during the sessions? Not during the sessions, but when they have her on pass, when they go and do well, things then, together. That's a predictor, then, of future abuse, then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, after we get done, I'll I'll shoot you an email with, with Nancy's name in it and her telephone number, and I'll send you a picture of her, too. Okay. And And so... And then if you want to talk with her, that's great. And, you know, if you get off the phone with me, you think, oh, it's, you know, I'm, 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 I can't do this, that's okay, too. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what, a, what a sad, horrible thing. <laughs> what? What a sad, horrible situation. Mm-hmm. It is, isn't it? It really is. And, you know, I hate to see Nancy's body responding like it is right now too you know you just see it all over her yeah I'll, sh- I'll, I'll share a story um when i was um it's my my first year working full-time this was in 1975 and um i i was um i'd finally mastered my terror of the restraining kids you know that's in that's in the book and and I was, you know, functioning as a competent staff then. And we had this boy that um, I never really met a true sociopath before. And mm-hmm. this boy was one. And um, and and the level of um, cruelty that I saw from him, you, you know, people just don't expect that, you know. And... Mm-hmm. Um, I could give us, you know, like he hung up a, a kid, you know, upside down in, in, in the woods and put burn holes in, in, in him and stuff. And and I remember, you know, believing, you know, like, which is the same thing, like he was off pass, you know, like at some point he was unrestricted forever for doing horrific things. And I was witnessing. Well, one time we were all, I was with about 20 boys and we're all laughing. And this kid walked in the room and immediately, like a flock of birds, they all stopped laughing. Um, his power was so unconscious and so clear, and um, I could give some other examples. And but then I was a naive staff, so basically, um, at some point, he was on these horrific restrictions. You know, when I look at it now, I can't believe for a second after he hung up the kid and some of these other things that we didn't send him away to the state. Actually, um, you know, can can you imagine being hung upside down and getting burn holes? And the kid gets caught, you know, because, you you know, the, the kid that got tied up knew who he was. And then the guy lives right down the hall, and there's no locked doors. <laughs> and wow. and the kid is just there that night, you know. And uh, now now we had some tough staff, and we were, we were watching him. But at some point he gets, um, he didn't abuse him the next time, but he abused other people. But what happened the reason I'm telling the story is is that i um i I took him on pass at some point some staff said I'll never take that kid on a pass, and I believed in the system well, he earned his you know right to have a pass, no one'll take him I'll take him on pass. The first thing he did I just got this uh new stereo stereo and he 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 threatened the kids and then he uh, circled back while we were fishing and uh re- broke into my car and took my stereo and threw it into the reservoir just to watch me be upset that my Christmas gift got stolen. And, and, and the ability that he could, 
you know, like, okay, get fingerprints and do, do, do this and do, 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 doing that. And then when we finally, he did some horrific thing after that. Um, oh, yeah, and, and, then, and then I knew after that that he did it, but I couldn't prove it. And, and I was just enraged, and he knew it, and I knew it. And, um, and then he actually uh, threatened me one time. And then uh, that night I drive home, and all of a sudden my gas line, um, all of a sudden all my gas was being drained out. He had loosened my uh, gas line underneath mm-hmm. my car, and I almost ran out of the gas in the middle of, of the road um, on the way back because we were you know, in a re- really obscure residential place mm-hmm. uh, on, on the farm. And, and I knew then that he did it, so I was on his ass. And, you know, it, it was like we finally, he did a horrific thing. They finally kicked him out forever, and they sent him home after that. And then I heard within a month he, he had tried to kill someone with a... Um, uh, chain, and then they finally locked him up for good. I mean, but it, it wow. was amazing in Ohio, like, you know, because I've been around where, you know, you have these protocols, but you just don't recognize that some people are, are just, at the time, I, I, I said, I, I met evil, you know, it's how I thought of it back then, that I tried every method, I did everything that we, I was ever taught by our, our institution, and people, you know, gave him opportunities, and that person had no ability to go there. You know, this is a 16-year-old boy. Um, you know, with the younger kids, I have more hope for them. But I also know that sometimes there's something missing, and and for whatever reason, and that's the part I don't know about Michelle. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I don't know. But I know I couldn't deal with it. I am I'm pretty strong and sturdy, but I couldn't deal with that. It would be incredibly difficult. Yeah, yeah, which is why you would actually have to go to the state and and petition because the state doesn't want to pay for these things, and and so you really do have to convince a judge that this is child is in danger of harming other people, and mm-hmm. you have the right to say that that this is uh, that that my child, other child, will is in danger, and um, and here's the evidence. Now, the fact that you've already gone to you know the hospital and had this long stay. That's all to the good, you know, because then you have this evidence that you tried things and now it's still happening. So I would, if, if she has to be discharged, I would watch it very care carefully. Now I would try all all the rad stuff and get a really good, you know, ther- ther- therapist. I would hunt for someone that really specializes in that. I have a mm-hmm. partner who who does that, and um, you know, there, it takes a certain type of ther- therapist that just is unconditionally loving and just hold them and. Uh, you know, in their heart and to do various things over and over. And this is one where you probably meet more than once a week, you know. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, Nancy's like, you know, when all three of the girls were there, that were three days a week on the road to Sherman, Texas, 40 miles away for therapy, you know. So that's what she does. She takes care of the, the girls, you know. Yeah, and and... And few people, almost no one, is prepared for a child like this. Mm-mm. Nope, nope, not at all, not at all. Well, thanks for listening, and and thanks for being willing to talk to her. We'll, sure. we'll see what happens from here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, on the good side, you know, closer to my brother than I ever had been because they're here every week, you know? Well, good. Yeah, so that's good. All right, so did you get my my copy that I sent back to you? Of course. Okay, cool.
and I looked it over. Yeah, okay. I got a couple of little highlighted things. Sure. Okay. Um, let's see, on the incorruptible form? Right. Okay. So I, I was looking up Samisara in the book, and when I was looking at it in this sentence, it's like, okay, then I had to go back and see if we talked about it. We've only talked about it in the, in the chapter that has uh, equanimity in it. Correct. And yeah, so I yeah. thought, here, they might have forgotten what it is, and is that the best term, or should we use something different? And that's why that's I've got it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I'm not hung up um, that we need to use that word. It's what I came up. I, I, I had re- remembered that I had, you know, that I did speak about it once, um, and I was just trying to talk about... Um, uh, you know, just a short way to say it. I have no problem saying it a different way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so the other thing so is, is that like self, self-determination, self-responsibility, and incorruptibility um, reduce the suffering associated with unconscious samisara. Yeah, you know, so really what was it that you're trying to say? Unconscious what? Well, uh, you, you know, uh, th- this has been, as you know, a dicey section, um, you know, uh, mm-hmm. trying to solve uh, terrorism. <laughs> yeah, uh, for yeah. The, um, and um, so the, the and one thing... this is your idea. <laughs> right? The terrorism thing. And, it, and, it's a big, big thing. And, yeah, and, and and then you talk to me about Michelle, you know, and I see, so watch myself kind of, you know, like, well, God, this is hard, um, you know, and and it's how I felt about it. But the, the the one thing that I have seen is the only way to solve um, problems is for people to um, take responsibility, to see that they have to direct their own life, and in the different challenges like with incorruptibility. That you have can 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 you basically um, reduce your own su- 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 suffering? And the people that are unconscious, um, that are fraught with illusions, um, delusions, all the things we've talked about throughout the whole book, that never deal with that. The, the one thing I found myself saying a lot with my clients, because I. I think Lucifer taught it to me, and I have it in the book, you know, but it, it is so profound um, that I, I'm using it more and more, is that our unconscious material, our brain always wants to express its unconscious material first. And so, you know, we... we we may decide we want to be a good person, or Michelle really, in her heart, really wants to be a good girl, and her unconscious agony is so powerful that under certain circumstances, the one-two goes out the window and she starts acting out her trauma. Um, mm-hmm. And whether or not it's Michelle or every one of us, we do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that... That's what I'm trying to speak about. So samsara to me is all of the struggles of of being alive, 
um, you know, and and so the um, unconscious traumas, um, unresolved issues, past life issues, um, well, whatever we came in here to over, overcome. I had my new favorite way to to describe um, kind of how it works here, what enlightenment is, and if there's a yeah. If you think of enlightenment as a uh, video game, mm-hmm. and and you have to reach level 100 to reach enlightenment. Um, so, like, if you die at level 17, um, what 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 everyone does is they don't start on level one again. Is they start at level 17, which is why people have different things and different challenges when they're born. So I often wonder, like people like Michelle, like, do sign up for this one, you know? Um, yeah. And 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 from a point of view of your brother too, you know, and but 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 they do, and and so whatever it is that that their spirit wants them to do, that that's their challenge, you know, to do. So that can explain then that why they didn't, they're not being punished by God as to why they have this obstacle or this pain, um, but that they're at that particular level and that they want to overcome that to get to 100, and so. The the same thing is here, you know, is is that whatever issues we have, all we can do is to take, you know, kind of bootstrap ourselves up, take a look at that, see what's going on, find all of the, all of the different things that this book talks about, um, to recognize that I have this deeper material that's somehow asking to be paid attention to. So that's what I'm speaking about. Okay, okay, because it's like I think that what you just said is. We we come in with a set um, that sets up our board in the game of life, and and these are our our gifts and assets, and these are our challenges that are that are going to give us the backdrop to life, and the way that we experience life, and uh, the things that are the backdrop in our life are a um, unconscious program running in us. But the unconscious program has more power to express itself than the conscious program, right? Right, and 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 that we we can decide to act good. You know, we go to church, we learn how it's supposed to be. I'm supposed to forgive people, but at some point, if you haven't really healed what the deeper issue is, you'll you'll you know fall your your default position will go back to that unconscious stuff. Okay, okay. So, so really, it's so much more than self-determination and self-responsibility. Because if I've got this game of life board that says that the thing that I'm going to deal with the most in my life is that I'm going to always have shitty relationships with men until I come to a, a place where I resolve this. And then if I make it to that place on the game board, so to speak, where I resolve this, then my my relationship dynamic switches not only with the men that I'm drawing into my life, like um, Mary, like what what happened with Mary, that shifted for her, but also my relationships with other people and the people that I work with and the way that I relate to the world. Everything makes a shift when I reach to this place on the game board, right? Yeah. Okay. So it's not self-determination and self-responsibility that get me there, I don't think. 
I think it's something of, else. Of, well, of course. You know, at, at some point, um, I don't know when the book will end. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> I, yeah. I, I basically agree with that. And then at times I put these phrases down because I'm trying to wrap it up, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and I'm aware of this. And so when you challenge me, I can produce, like I just did, how I think about it. But then how do you write that all up over and over and over, you know? Um, yeah. I, I mean, well, I, I, let's try I can... To do that. Let's try to do that right now. We're going to write this sentence together real quick. Because we're <laughs> saying, right. okay, suffering recycles our delusions until the form of illusion is understood and we acknowledge or appreciate our areas of responsibility. Realizing our individual slash collective delusions until we regain our equanimity is a repetitive cycle for all people. Though it seems harsh, this, uh, this is simply a training program for incorruptibility. Where, 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 where? I'm, re- I'm reading the, I'm reading the, uh, the sentences the- before that. So oh, okay. then I take, I take out a whole bunch of that, that sentence, and I'm going to make this into a slightly longer sentence, and we're going to be done with this. Okay. Um, okay. Though it seems harsh, this is simply a training program for incorruptibility and the resolution of unconscious um, and the resolution of our well, well, uh, most. Uh, 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 powerful, uh, uh, unconscious patterning. Yeah, actually, that's good, yeah. Yay, we did it. Okay. Okay, if you could send that to me, that, that would be great. When we get off the phone today, I'm going to send this to you, okay? Thank you very so, much. You're welcome. Type you're welcome very much. You're welcome very much. Okay, <laughs> so now we're going to go to the next place because I, I, I didn't have a ton of it. Like I've got one little thing because you, you changed the they became or they become. It should be they became because we're talking past tense here. Ain't no big deal, but there's just a little note in there. Um, oh, uh, so so with, with the one, uh, I, I saw that with one, but I see I. Um, okay, so where where are you now? I, I guess. I'm looking for my next spot that I needed to talk to you about. Okay, all right. We're gonna we're going to go to the very end where we're talking about the butterfly. The it's very the end last, of that. Yeah, the last sentence. And so I think that you also were experiencing writer's fatigue here. <laughs> so. Um, oh, we mean ha- ha- Hannesis comes and goes like a butterfly in there. Yeah. I like all oh, of that okay. you have in there. I let that be. Okay? It's just the last sentence I want to make more powerful. Um, what we've talked about with incorruptibility is that um, no matter what's going on in the world, I shall not be moved from this place that I find myself in where my soul has become embodied in this human form and it's unmoved by all the illusions of humanity. 
Yeah. So it's so much more to me than the goal of living a life well lived. Um, it's the experience of Henesis is blank, and so that's what that's what I want here. The experience of Henesis is what Eric Urkel. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, first off, I. I I get flooded with a bunch of emotions as uh as I re-enter this world and and um so I agree that I had a fatigue at that particular moment. I think I had an an, an idea and then I just said, you know, cuz I focused on the rest of it right afterwards a lot and too. Mhm. Um mm-hmm. it took it took a whole bunch in the incorruptible still. I I can't wait to have that speak complete. Um the experience of Hennison. So let me just think of what my answer is for that. Um, see, well, here, let let me just make some observations. Um, I absolutely agree with you, you know, that Hennison comes and goes. And then at some point when I'm, Looking at all the things that I have here, it's like it's like I'm, I'm focusing like I'm saying it like eight to ten times actually, you know. And I was getting fatigued with saying it too often, and mm-hmm. and then I, I I was like, well, what really is it? And so I was trying to um, figure out that, and um, and so I, that probably is the area that needs to be experienced more. So then I meditated and was asking spirit to uh, help me with this. And so then with the form of, of henesis, I knew what they said is, is that something was missing. Um, and then God had said that basically um, the, the trees had come in again and, and talked to me about um, their information. So what they said was interesting, you know, in that uh, they, they they said a number of things and, and they said basically that, you know, the, the original channels that we gave you are fairly complete, you know, just the way they are. So it isn't like we need to add a lot to this. And they had like a sentence or a concept. But they talked about some more things. And then at some point I recognized, oh, what they're describing I could put in the form of Henesis. So actually I began to, to put some of the additional thoughts they had that they were trying to answer what Henesis was. So then I was I, I added some of those things in the actual form of Henesis. Um, mm-hmm. And and so the um, I'm not sure I can basically say you know I I was so deep into it and I've been you know I I I go so deep into wherever I'm doing it so then I'm I'm still trying to reel out out of talking about Michelle so I would have to reread into this world of um, here's what, what I what, think. What, I got the answer. I got the answer. I got the answer. Okay? okay. All right. Whatever this sentence is here, it needs to be the subtitle of the book. That's what it needs to be, or the reading line from the book. Uh, uh, the experience of Henesis opens the gateway to reunification. That's what we have right now. Now, that's not going to stay as the subtitle of the book because that was like a concept we came up with that was opening the door. So this sentence should be left alone, and I'll just put in here a space holder that says, 
The experience of Henesis opens the gateway to reunification with note, make this sentence the subtitle of the book. How does that feel? Well, um, it's, uh, it, feels, it feels good in that I, I realized I would be fumbling, and, and now you put a big underline that's going to be really important when we find it. <laughs> and, yeah. and that's fine. And, and, and the fact that um, I think that is a very good I, idea, and then the challenge is to go find it, but I don't have the answer right now, of course. Yeah, yeah. So on the, on the form of innocence, I said the form of innocence. Oh, my God. Where the hell did that come from? Okay. The form of innocence, truth and virtue, are divine qualities. Um, I, I, would just, I would just say that um, I would change this instead of truth and virtue to be the things we believe are divine qualities remind us. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. All right. That's great. That's great. So then we move into uh, the form of Genesis. And I still love this form of Genesis. And then when I got to the Like a Butterfly, uh, Methuselah meets Dorothy Gale, I, I looked at this and it was like, okay, I read it. And then I went back through it again and I read it. And I could feel... Um, the sensation of how much this challenged you to do this. And it's like, I, I need, but I need to do more to it. And I need to be in a, in a place where there's nothing going on around me to turn this into more of a fairy tale. And I need to do this for you. You don't need to do this for yourself. And you just okay. trust me to do this. You know, I found that um, what I put there is basically um, very similar to what was in the first version of the book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I I changed things, you know, just because, um, you know, um, to, to accent the things that were here. So uh, I, I guess I'll just say yes then. <laughs> okay. So, so consider this part done. Now, Eric, close the book this weekend. Write your yeah, closing. That's, that's what I was hoping that that we could reach that place. Write your and closing then, this weekend. I'm sorry? Yeah, write your closing this weekend. And I'm going to be out on Monday, and I'm sure you're, you're off work on Monday too, you know, if you have a chance to to really do some writing this weekend and then we'll go through the closing next week and then I'll take a hold of all the book after that and and start doing my you know my my major work and um, then you can work on while I'm doing my major work the things that you want to have in the appendix Okay, so so when when uh, that that all sounds fine. So when you say close the book, um, means you know um, that, that 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 that's not uh, is that like a final cha- uh, paragraphs? You mean? Well, 
do we need a very short chapter to close the book? Do we need some, you know, what do we need to close the book? What do you think we need to do to close this book? Well, I mean, in my mind, I thought that the fairy tale would close the book. Um, I think it will too, but I think there's something else that goes before the fairy tale. I think the fairy tale is almost like it doesn't go in a chapter. It's a standalone piece, and it looks different than everything else in the book. Okay. Uh, I mean, so so I, I should just leave that whole piece separate, mm-hmm. and and the trees would be happy to help you, I'm sure. <laughs> and um, then I should think of how to close, what to say after the form of, Genesis, then basically, and think about closing it from that point of view, and yeah. then you'll find a way to link the whole um, end of the or the tree story. Yeah, I'll think of how to how to load everything together. You know, I could see you doing something like when I wrote the last little bit of the form of Genesis, and I felt as if I was done. Then my editor told me, "Oh no, Eric." You have to say something that closes the whole book up. And I went, what the fuck? What what am I going to say after all this? I mean, just write that down on a piece of paper or something like that and start with that as as your paragraph and see where it leads you from there. Oh, sure. No, I I can, you know, I mean, every weekend I meditate and I ask for help and I get help and I I know that I can get help with this. and the trees were wonderful. I mean, I, I'm actually, you know, reeling in a positive way in that you read the form because I redid this form a lot. I know. You know. I know. Um, so I'm really happy that you like it. Mhm. I know. I know. So it's like, you know, I'm, I'm pacing around right now, thinking about, okay, you know, this is this is almost done, and you know. <laughs> we got to take it to the next level, and um, all I need for you to do is close it up, and then you can pass this to me, and you can work on, you know, the appendix, and and I can get these other things going, and we can figure out what what the subtitle of the book is, and and then we can pass it over to Joanne Sprott and let her do all of her research on the on the quotes and make sure that we're okay with those things, you know. All right. Well, and and and, and I, I'm still. Um, left it open in my brain, you know, what the name of the book is, too. You know, I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not we found it yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we'll, we will find that. So, um, so those are the things to do. You know, the other thing to do after we get the chapter closed is we need a bibliography with this book because we mentioned so many other books. Okay. So... <laughs> You know, and, we, and I can get Joanne to start building that when she goes back through and is, is checking all the quotes. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, there's those, and I did, I did have a, um, I, I, I did save a bunch of things, you know, because knowing that this may happen, that I would need to know where I got some of these things. But you know, so, so much of what I did do is I went to Wikipedia for some of these things, you know, and uh, so. Um, I'll just, you know, you've been a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful coach and mentor. And uh, so whatever it is, I'll just do and do the best I can. You know, so whatever it is. All right, beautiful.
All right, so let me just recap that. <laughs> um, <laughs> we are basically really done, very closely done, um, to with the incorruptible part. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you'll send the sentence in. And, um, you, you know, here, I, I had one question, um, actually, which actually triggers me emotionally right now as I say it. I've been thinking about it, you know, all week long after I spent the weekend, you know, working with this. Um, and you had asked me last week about, you know, some version of um, what views that I have about incorruptibility or, 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 or maybe the answer to terrorism. And And I think I was explaining to you how I really, you know dedicated my life um, to working with many, many different people. And, and I know how hard it is for the very few people that actually heal themselves. Mm-hmm. And I've had the privilege to see some of that. And I know that there's, what, six or seven billion people? and yeah. And... And the amount of work and effort, you know, that every one of those people that really work so hard were like heroes in my mind. And then most people aren't interested in, in, in those things. And and so I've seen how hard it is to change. I've seen Democrat policies not really work all that great. I've seen Republican policies not work so so great. And And I also, you know, we're writing a book that basically said, you know, that we have a planet that's designed to have illusions in it. So you actually can't cure them. And and so there's always going to be kerfuffles, and you can't have one size fit all. And so, you know, it, it, it's almost like I want to, maybe I'm answering the question about how, how to end the book, is I've seen all these things, and I don't know how we're going to do it, um, other than trying to work as a team, and that, you know, that there has to be a consciousness that people want to look at these things versus being ignorant of them. Yeah. Well, uh, and I and I think this is beginning, you know, what your what your thought pattern is right now. I think this is, you know, you come back to this recording because that recording is there for you of those things that you just said. Because even before it came out of your mouth, I was like, "Oh my God!" You know, he's he's writing his his uh, conclusion to the book right there. You know, you're you're showing us a, a, a side of you that's very vulnerable. You've you've been on the front lines your entire life. Your entire life has been devoted to uh, to helping people heal and doing your own personal healing from this. And those people that you've seen, you know, very few of them have been able to fully overcome whatever it was and heal themselves. And then you think about all the other people on the planet that are that are struggling with these things. And you know, you're not saying that every you know, ooh, read this book, everybody gets healed. Yay. <laughs> you know, you're not saying that. What you're saying is it's time to end uh, the state of ignorance that we have, and then that's what your job is. 
Yeah, or the complacency, or um, you know that, or, or or to lose the heart connection to other people, or um, to um, uh, well, I could go on example after example. So I think I, I, I and and I want to cry. So I, I I know I know that 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 that's the piece that has to be written. So I'll I'll dedicate myself to that and i i appreciate your help with the end of with the trees because um uh you know that's what i can't can't came up with i only had one day um you know to to look at that i was thrilled when i found out that psyche uh you know another question i have is uh there's oh a couple my other god sen- yeah that psyche thing oh my god psyche means butterfly oh my god <laughs> well and 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 the and there's a couple other sentences because what the Greeks would actually do is have a picture of if they were portraying someone that had died, there's a butterfly in their mouth, um, mm. you know, and and so I, I I could add a couple little touches with that as well too, mm-hmm. um, and the Romans thought the same thing, you know, I mm-hmm. I could add you know the Greeks and the Romans as well. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's fascinating. I, I I really love that. Well, good. Now I'm really happy to hear that. Um, you know, at times, you know, I write and I don't know, and I and then when you don't write anything, I I don't know if what happened with that or that you were gonna, you know, um, whatever that was gonna do. So, I I love the plan. Uh, I like the sentence that that you can offer me, and then um, I will. Um, I, I I know now what I need to write because I've been thinking about it all week long, and I'm gonna just makes me want to cry. Actually. So I'll I'll do that, and then I'll have this part of the book done. And that that that, that truly has been my goal. That maybe by Monday, when I send what uh, to, that we're at this stage where the following week I can start to work with the addendum. Then. Mhm. Alrighty. Yeah. All right. Well, have a beautiful, beautiful weekend. Okay. You you as well. Okay, and I'll look forward to getting an email from you on Tuesday, and I'll send you this email in just a second, along with Nancy's telephone number, okay? All right, then. All right. Thanks, honey. Have a great weekend. Sure. Bye. You too. Bye-bye.